Welcome to How I Survived It. Cheers. This is Michelle Bordeaux, your host. And today it's more like a mellow yellow. It's a Sunday afternoon and I normally go to the beach on Sundays. I kind of started that tradition uh, many years ago. It's been... You know, we've been having this uh, spring mixed with fall, mixed with winter weather. So I haven't been uh, to the beach, but actually today is going to be a good day. And I thought to bring you all into my world of my Tales of the Tipsy Caregiver on what connection to the ocean I had during the roughest, toughest most beautiful challenging time of my life so I used to go to the beach like I say this one time I went to the beach it was well let me uh, I'll start here on my way to the beach I had eyes full of tears I was shaken I did not know if I was coming or going. I did not know what tomorrow would bring. It was that kind of journey, drive to the beach. I park and I was in a daze. I remember I got out of my car and I just walked towards the beach. I didn't have a towel. I didn't even have the proper you know, uh, a tire, I didn't have a chair, I just was, I knew I needed to get to the sand and to hear the waves and to look up at the sky. So I was walking towards the beach and I found a spot, you know, it's, um, it was a little cave and it had some dry sand. I didn't want to, you know, sit in the cold, damp sand, but I just flopped myself. I remember I flopped myself just in a daze and I felt that I need comfort so I remember my toes tucked under the sand as if the sand was a security blanket. It was the biggest security blanket ever, right? The sand at the the beach. So I remember my toes, my feet were nice and warm and they felt secure. That was probably the only thing that felt secure. And I remember looking up at the sky. Of course, I went to get answers. You know, I needed answers. I was speaking to God, looking up at the sky. It was a... It was a... Sunny day... And there were hardly any clouds. The sun was out. But in my sight, the sky was gray. It was just a sad, just a, a very, uh, you know, dreary sky in my eyes at that time. And I was looking for that ray of light. And I actually... You know, I couldn't find it at that time, at that moment. But I was hopeful. 
and I was faithful that I seen, you know, that, that glimpse of light, of hope. I remember looking around and there was a guy uh, walking his dog, playing fetch with the doggy. I saw a lady with her two children having a little snack and you know people were sunbathing people were on with their lives in a very blissful you know a blissful uh, area which is being connected with the beach and the water and whatever they want to do swim or have a a nice uh, picnic so i just remember i was looking around these people have no idea that I'm sitting here, you know, in plain clothes, not even clothes for the beach, and my toes are tucked in the Seneca security blanket, and I'm looking for God to please, like, I'm, it wasn't yelling at God, no, it was just pleading, please, begging, begging out loud, and these people couldn't hear me. Because, of course, I was, you know, it was all in inside that I was um, just uh, asking for help, desperately asking for help. And I had tears in my eyes and I, I did have shades, so nobody knew what was going on. And I just was praying and I just bowed my head. And I remember I was asking God, Heavenly Father, I know what I have to do. It wasn't that I didn't know what to do. I will explain that right now. I knew what I had to do. I just didn't know how to do it. I had to quit my career, my life at the time to care for my mother. And she had just been, uh, you know, having a really hard time at night. And the dementia just began to show its face. And so I was, I, I just knew that I have to do this for my mother. No caregiver, no, no, um, you know, profession was going to help my mother like I would. So I decided I have to do this. So I just went there. I need it. I I was it was just like a moth to a flame or a magnet, you know, to metal. I needed to get to the beach for my just for God to just put his hands on me and to give me the armor that I needed to do this. And I was there in tears and I remember that I was just asking God please you know give me the strength in advance you know everything that I need in advance for what I'm going to do God gave me that encouragement he gave me that answer that I was going to be able to do this no doubt I felt charged I was charged up knowing what mission I had to do. It was battle. I know that. I I did start to do research on dementia. I knew a little bit of what the life that my mom was going to live and that I would live too. So I actually, uh, I was like, okay, God, I got this. I have this. Uh, I'm going to be on my way 
to go and let my mother know that I am going to be her full-time caregiver. And I'm going to do this. I will um, have the strength through you, Father, through you, God, and the holy angels and all my ancestors. I need the help. My grandmothers are in heaven. And at the time, they were in heaven as well. So I was asking for their help. I was talking to all of them at the beach. Then as I was leaving, I looked up at the sky and the sky was no longer uh, dreary to me. It was almost like if the sun had turned pink. You know, like they say, pink clouds in the sky or castles in the sky. It was like the sky was happy. And I know all along it was sunny, but it just, you know, when I got there, it was just dreary. And then when I was leaving, it was happy again. Of course, then I had, then the tears turned into happy tears because I knew that I was making the right decision. And it was confirmation that the sky looked happy again to me. So I get in my car and I wipe uh, the sanding off of my shoes and I'm on my way. I remember I picked up some flowers, some yellow daisies. For some reason, I was like, you know, I, I something happy. I picked up yellow daisies and my mother's favorite snack and my favorite snack. And I was on my way home. I get home and I give her her snack and I remember I ha- I gave her her snack and then I had to retreat back to the kitchen because I was huh, just trying to not hyperventilate, but I was really just trying to get myself together to let her know that what I was going to do. And she was very proud of my career in uh, wine hospitality. And she was very proud of me. She told me every day how proud she is of me of was you know and so um i knew it would be tough for my mom for me to let her know this so i go into the kitchen and i didn't want to be you know so dramatic and sit down i need to talk to you mom no i just sat down and we were having our snacks and i was like mom um I just want to tell you something. And she's like, what? What? What's up? What's going on? All concerned as, you know, a loving mother would. And I said, Mom, I decided. I know that, um, you know, you're having uh, more trouble, you know, in walking and sleeping. And I decided that I'm going to be your full-time caregiver. Her face was like, God, please help me. It was kind of funny. It kind of made, like it was an icebreaker. (laughs) My mom's face was like, oh, what the heck? Or, you know, oh, blah, 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 bleep, bleep, bleep. (laughs) So she didn't say anything. And I was like, mom, yes, I promise you that I am going to do my best job ever and just being here for you full time and as far as my 
you know, my career, that can be put on hold. That's fine. I do have one thing to say to you, though, Mom. And she's, like, already off of her seat. You know, uh, she was holding uh, the armrest, like, oh, my goodness. Like, what the heck is going on here? <laughs> and I was like, Mom, I'm going to apologize in advance, though. I'm going to apologize in advance for all the times that I make a mistake. All the times that I just say the wrong thing, do the wrong thing, act the wrong way. But I am down for this. I won't leave your side. I won't. You will always have me 24 hours. My mother always had me 24 hours, of course. But, you know, I, I had to. I was working at the time. And at that time, uh, you know, I said, Mom, don't look scared. And then we cracked up. We were laughing. My mom's like, well, you know, are you sure? You know, are you sure that, you, you know, you want to do this? You can do this? And I was like, definitely. I was just at the beach and I did get my answer that God will be guiding me. He will send his holy angels to help you, to help me. And all the other help that we need. I know there is nothing that we will lack. We will be able to do this. So uh, I am going to actually uh, take a drive after this podcast. And I am going to go to the beach. And I am going to sit down like I did. Maybe I will take um, a, a latte. You know, just something to just enjoy. And I just want to take the time to thank God. You know, it's been many years after my mom has passed. And I just started this podcast a month ago. But I wanted to share with you all and all of you that are going through it. All of you that know you will eventually go through it. And even if you're not, if anyone that you know is going through it, just this is how this is how we feel. It's it's scary. It's the scariest thing that you're ever going to do is your mother or father depending fully on you. On you. You know, we always depended on our parents. And then when we became adults, then, you know, we're all we're our own person. Right. But when your parent is just at your mercy, especially my mother couldn't walk. So, you know, it was it was a, a challenge, but I knew I had to do it. So I'm going to go to the beach and I am going to look at the sky and I'm sure it's going to be beautiful. Even if it's their clouds and rain, it will still be beautiful to me. I wanted to have this podcast for you all and I will, you know, it's all about how I survived it. You know, it's going to have just different things, but I today it's I w I allowed you into my journal. And this one is actually very personal. I hope that you get to the beach, to the lake, get to the water. You know, even if it's a waterfall, you know, even if you're not by the beach or a lake, even by a waterfall and just feel like listen to listen to the waterfall and there's always hope in every wave and every single water drop 
because then there's another one. You know, it's it's just ongoing, ongoing, limitless opportunity and miracles for hope. So I hope you also see the beautiful pink clouds in the sky, you know, with the sun shooting through it just out of hope. Have a wonderful, blessed day. And you will survive it too. Anything that you're going through. If it's love, you know, work. Even if it's with family, friends. Whatever you're going through, you will survive it. The way I did it was through God. And through knowing my own strength. And to never give up. So... I will leave it with that and I hope you have a wonderful day. Ta-ta for now.